tension no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle despair because God is possible to do anything at any time he went in there and called a dead man by name Lazarus come forth and Lazarus came forth Bible said that Abraham did not consider the deadness of Sarah's womb tell somebody he did not consider tell the person he did not consider listen I am here to tell somebody don't consider the deadness of the situation don't consider the deadness of the circumstance. Don't consider the deadness. For something to die means there is no life in it again. In other words, don't look at that business to think it is lifeless. Don't look at that marriage to think it is lifeless. Don't look at your life to think it's lifeless. There is life that can come forth out of it. For God will call that life out. And I declare life into your situation. He didn't consider. If he had thought of it, he would have been discouraged. You see, sometimes you look at your circumstance and get discouraged. God asked Peter. Jesus was walking on the sea and Peter met. Peter said, if you are the Lord, call me to come. And Jesus said, walk. Peter stood and began to walk on the sea. As he went a few distance, he now began to consider himself. Because the question was asked is that I am Peter. I was sitting in this. <laughs> Somebody give it up for the Lord. I was just sitting in this boat. Right now, I find myself walking. And I know that there is something called the law of gravity. And I know there is something called the law of flotation. But before the law of flotation can happen, anything that I have hollow will float. But I am matter, so I will sink. But I find myself walking, defiling this law. It doesn't make sense. So when he began to subject his thinking into the sense realm, he began to sing. Because you see, we walk not by sight, we walk by faith. Ah, am I talking to somebody here? I declare over your life, it is not what you see, but what God says. It is not what is happening, but what God says. Therefore, I declare unto you, child of God, listen to me this morning. Don't look at the situation. Look at what God is able to do. When Peter began to enter into the sense realm, he began to sink. He began to sink. And he said, Lord, save me. And the Lord saved him. Abraham knew that the only way I can turn Sarah's situation and my situation around is not to consider the deadness. A waver. <laughs> Somebody say waver. Somebody say waver. In other words, I don't need to become uh, disturb or become imbalanced or begin to think otherwise. I just have to keep my faith, keep my eyes straight, fix my eyes on the horizon, and keep just walking. Tell somebody, keep walking. Tell the person, keep walking. Oh, you ask me, Pastor, when is going to be done? I said, I believe. <laughs> somebody say, I believe. Somebody say, I believe. She might be laughing at me, but I believe. She might make mockery, but I believe. I might not have it, but I believe. I might be poor, but I believe. I might be sick, but I believe. 
I am in school, but I believe. I am not jobless, but I believe. Once I believe one day and I press on with hard work, with perseverance, with persistency, working on myself and not giving up, I know by all means I will break through. Listen, the silent moment of God, when you don't hear him, or when everything is quiet, is the active part of God. But that is when men become apprehensive. Because why? Situations are worrying against you. People are putting pressure on you to act. But if you can only be patient. If only you can be patient. You see, God doesn't need your help. Tell somebody, God doesn't need your help. Tell that person, God doesn't need your help. Samaria was besieged from every angle. Second Kings chapter 7. And to the extent that there was so much famine in the land that people were eating literally animal droppings. Cow droppings. They were eating it as food. And parents were literally killing their own children and eating. They turned carnivores overnight. The king himself was confused about the situation and the economy of Samaria. He didn't know what to do to fix the situation. It was so bad. But God sent a prophet. I said, God sent a prophet. I said, God sent a prophet. And the prophet Elisha stood up and he said, Tell the king of Samaria that tomorrow by this time there shall be a change in the economy of Samaria. The whole of Samaria was despaired, but God was not despaired because, ladies and gentlemen, before anything happens to you, God is already away. God is already away. When God spoke, Samaria, who has been besieged with famine, overnight, the one who was standing by the king said, oh, this cannot be possible. Yes, because he was speaking economic terms. He was making considerations of agriculture. He was looking at the time of the season around that time. Because it has been farming for a long period. So there is no way anything can be, the land has become fallow. So naturally, you cannot sow a seed and it can, overnight, it can turn into something for you to harvest. Because the prophecy is talking about the finished product. It's not talking about something that you are now planting. So it is impossible. But listen to me. It is the Lord that gives seed to the sower. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody here? And it is the Lord that waters that seed and make it to happen. So when he spoke, he thought it can be possible. But overnight, it became possible. Child of God, I am here to announce to somebody. Our life shall become possible. Our economy shall change. Our economy will improve. Ghana will not be disgraced. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Listen to me. When God is about to do something mega in a state, in a nation, he makes this look like they are bad. But behind the scene, he's bringing out a new thing. The God of Ghana is coming because the righteous shall be tried seven times in the fire. And after he has been tried, he comes forth. It is the trying time of Ghana. We shall come out clean. Somebody shout, we will come out. Somebody shout, we will come out. Somebody shout, we will come out. 
Listen, the thing is not about who becomes the president or who is in charge. The thing is about the timings of God and what God is doing. The Lord will take you through a dry season before he sends you to your wet season. And just we believe and have a hope in the Lord that no matter what happens, I am here to announce to somebody the Lord has shown me and the Lord continues to show me that Ghana is going to be the envy of the world. It's going to be the attraction of the world. It's going to be the envy of the nation. Many shall troop into Ghana and come and do business with us. Should not believe what I am telling you, but mark my word this day, because this wind shall steal, and you shall see the glory of God. You'll be proud to call yourself a Ghanaian. You'll be proud to have a Ghanaian passport. You'll be proud to have the city. The Lord said you will make the city as the highest currency of the world. And listen to me, somebody. Until it gets bad, it cannot get better. Until it gets bad, it cannot get better. I am here to announce to somebody. I am not seen by sight. I am seen by faith. And I declare over your life, you shall be a proud citizen of Ghana. You will lift up the flag of Ghana high. And you shall say, hey, I am proud. I am a Ghanaian. I receive it. The devil is a liar. Listen, I said the devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. For Africa shall rise again. I said Africa shall rise again. I said Africa shall arise again. And Ghana will lead the march of Africa. I said Ghana will lead the march of Africa. You, you, you don't get it. I said Ghana will lead the march of Africa. It doesn't matter how bad the situation will be. Keep hope alive. Tell somebody and said, keep your hope alive. Tell the person, is hope against hope. <laughs> so you just have to believe and believe. And continue believing. Because with God, I said with God. Not with man, but with God. I said not with man, but with God. I said not with man, but with God. With God, all things are possible. I'm not saying some things. Oh, 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 oh. Things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. He was faced. The second boy was faced with the, with the face or the challenge of situation. The situation was bad. Things were not going the way he was expecting. But hey, he never gave up. He never gave up. Because the guy knew God. He knew what the Lord can do. Do you know your God? But said, they don't know their God. They shall work strong and they will do exploit. If you know God, you are not moved. I have a very stubborn faith. Thank God today, most of my senior brothers are in the house who saw me growing up. And they know my family very well and know me very well because they mentored me and input into my life. I come from a background. I always tell you my story. That has no history and you cannot write anything good out of it. It's a question to ask, can anything good come out of Nazareth? I am a sign and a wonder. Because once upon a time, I said goodbye to Islam and embraced Christianity. I saw a Jesus that, hey, you can move me to another level. I believed in him with all my heart. 
clenched onto him and then moved on to another level and he began to shape my perception in other areas. I begin to press on to other angles. I begin to push into other places and today by the grace of God and to the glory of God, I can stand anywhere to do what God wants me to do and I can reach out to my Muslim brothers together and we can do things together. Are you understanding me? I sit on radio with imams and we share ideas and we speak to the nation. We deliberate on issues on television. We speak on issues of the land. Listen to me somebody. I was a nobody. I was a no person. Nobody thought I can be anything. But hear me somebody. When the hand of the Lord is upon a something, it cannot be destroyed. I prophesy over your life. You cannot get despair. You just have to believe and you just have to hope. It doesn't matter how many years it takes. The Lord himself shall reveal you. He shall reveal you. He shall reveal you. Don't give up on yourself. And don't think it is not possible. The Lord is the God of possibility. He was faced with the face of time. Time was against him. The clock was ticking. Will it be possible? Will it come to pass? Will the Lord do it? When is he doing it? You see, anytime you engage with God, leave the when and the how with him and go to bed. Once you pray, believe he has answered. He said, once you are asking me, I have already done it. All that you need to do is to put your faith in him and go to bed. Go and sleep. God never created us to be frustrated. In fact, God created us from the place of rest to rule. He said, on the sixth day, God rested. And when God rested, you know what he did? He created man and rested. In other words, what he's saying is that when I finish creating man, my work is done. So from today, man, you are operating from the place of rest. Go ahead and do this. God never called you to be under pressure. That's how God never called you to be under pressure. You see, all this pressure you put on yourself, running early in the morning to work, come back late, early in the morning, come back late. You don't even have time to pray. You don't have time to read your Bible. You don't even have time to see what your children are eating or what they are reading. You don't even know who teaches them. You don't even know who is influencing their life. You don't even know who is their friend. And with all this rush and all this up and downs, you are gathering money for the same children. Am I talking to somebody here? Your life is so much under pressure that you don't even have... Listen, right now we have a lot of people who have high blood pressure. I was building this church and I was under so much pressure. The Lord told me, shut up. I said I will build my church. I didn't say you will build my church. So go to sleep. Somebody asked me, he said, so how are you able to do these things? I said, I sleep. You can ask my wife, I sleep. When I'm troubled, that is when I sleep better. Oh, come on, am I talking to somebody here? And, and, and after that time, I have learned to sleep. Because they went and checked my breath. The doctor looked at my face and said, and you are leaving. When they checked my pressure, my pressure was almost around 15 going. Which is abnormal. My sugar has skyrocketed. My cholesterol is absurd. And I was walking. And a man said, and you are walking. He said, hey, do you know what is happening? You have three demons. <laughs> you know how doctors can scare you? It's a cholesterol, sugar, and pressure. Hey. And I said, what do you mean? He explained to me. And I looked at his face and I laughed. And I said, I'll come back again and you check me and you will know that something has happened. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you that the Lord has healed and restored. I am here to announce to somebody, 
don't let even anything pressure you. Bible says, which of you, when you worry, can add anything to your head? You are just worrying about nothing. You are worrying, running everywhere. Listen to me. You can't fix all the problems. You can't fix all the problems. Before you were born, some came, they did what they have to do. You will do your part and you also assist. One thing you should know, God gave you the air to enjoy. He gave you life to enjoy. And life is an investment from God. It's not a free choice. It is God who gave it to you. It's your investment to maximize it. And on the day of accountability, you shall give an account about how you use your life. I am here to announce to somebody, don't waste your life under pressure. I suggest to my politician brothers here, I suggest to the ministers here, have time for yourself. Have leisure time. Rest sometimes and take a break because life is about joy. It's life about strength and God will be your shield and will be your protector. You can't carry everything of God on your head. The Lord will heal you and set you free. I speak to the CEO in the house. You can't get under pressure on things of the company because you very soon die and live it. But you need to believe God and take one thing at a time because the Lord was with you. Abraham was not under pressure. Abraham took it a day at a time, 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 and when it became possible, God did it for him. I am here to tell some of the Lord shall do it. 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 Have you wondered when you are sick, is the work not going on? Am I talking to somebody here? But whilst you are alive, do your part. Tell somebody, do your part. This morning, I'll continue this message next week. You know, I ran a series. But tell the person, hold on to your hope. Don't give up on your hope. It might not work out the way you expect now. But believe God. Because he will do it. He is able to do it. He is able to do it. He's able to do it. Give the Lord a clap of freedom. Stand on your feet somewhere. Hallelujah. Can you stand up on your feet shortly? Let me pray with you. He's able to do it. Maybe this morning before you came into church, you are overburdened with a lot of things. You are troubled because you are seeing that things are coming close and you don't even know whether you are going to scale through. I am here to encourage you that no matter how close it comes, God has not forgotten you. Because even if they put you in prison, he still can bring you out of prison. He didn't assure Daniel that, hey, Daniel, when you are going to the lions, then I'll be with you. Daniel didn't know and he didn't hear that. I don't know whether my Bible didn't say it. I don't know whether your Bible said it. But when Daniel said everything, when he entered into the lions, then the lions couldn't devour him. Because he said, and this is where he made it clear in Matthew. He said, I will be with you even to the end of the world. Every time we are walking, but there is always the fourth man by our side. You might not visibly see God, but God is always present with you. In Psalm 139, he said that his eyes are everywhere. Even in darkness is light. When the person took your picture to the juju man, God was sitting down looking at that juju man. 
When, when they took to go and plan to come and kill you, God was watching them. The issue is that God only needs you to trust in him. The songwriter said, trust and obey. When you trust in God, it doesn't matter who comes against you. Because they will come in one way and they will flee in seven ways. When you trust in God, there is nothing like delay in your life and denial. The Lord will perfect it. Can you lift up your hands unto the heavens for me? This morning, I want you, that's one minute left. I want you to talk to God yourself. Anything that is weighing you down, just cast it upon the Lord. And trust it to God's hands. Don't carry it again. Trust God that God, take care of it. Talk to the Lord right now. From your heart. I don't know what you are expecting God to do for you. But he hears the prayer of everybody. He said, whosoever shall call upon me, I will answer. I will answer. He didn't say some people. He said, whosoever. Whosoever, irrespective of where you are coming from and your background. Whosoever. Whosoever. Don't give up on your hope. Don't abandon that project. Don't say it can't be possible. It is possible. You can achieve it. You can do it. You can perfect it. If only you will trust in God. The situation might be rotting and sticking. But God can bring life out of that situation. He told Ezekiel, can these dry bones live again? Ezekiel said, you know as God. Because you are the master that fixes everything. And he said, prophesy over the bones. When Ezekiel spoke over the bones, the bones became alive. This morning, every tribal in your life will receive life. Every Lazarus that is dead will come back to life. That dead thing shall receive strength. The Lord God will take charge over the issue. And nothing shall stop it from happening. Like Abraham, God will perfect it. It doesn't matter how long the promise has been. God will fulfill that promise. She will marry. She will have that job. She will receive that promotion. The favor of God will come. There will be a turnaround concerning your life. You shall receive that healing. And that deliverance shall be established in the name of Jesus. Now I pray over your life. May the Lord God favor you. May the Lord God restore you. May the Lord God keep your hope alive. May the Lord God cause you to walk in faith and not by sight. I bless you today with the blessings of the Lord. Receive your healing. Receive your salvation. Receive your restoration. And may any assignment of the enemy against your life be destroyed in the name of Jesus. I declare over your life, you will not die but live and declare the goodness of the Lord. Every fear in your life, we cast it out in the name of Jesus and receive the grace of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Anywhere you are sinking, we command the Lord to lift you up out of the sinking place and I command your stomach to be still in the name of Jesus. Receive the joy of the Lord. Receive the peace of God. 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 Receive the peace of God in the name of Jesus. May the Lord honor you, preserve you for your generation, for your family, for your society, for your nation. May the dreams you have be accomplished and actualized. May the Lord watch over his word to perform and to perfect in your life. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. No more contention. No more struggle. No more challenges. No more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. A 
And God said, after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage. The battle of your business. The battle of your finances. The battle of your sickness. The battle of your shame. The battle of your disgrace. The battle of your setback. The battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, you will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon.